Uh, welcome to the Eric J. The Great Podcast. Uh, we have a special guest, um, Ms. Desiree Ford. Desiree. Desiree. Yes. Oh, you didn't say nothing. Oh, <laughs> I, that's the first time I heard you. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, I'm waiting on Warren to come on, but we can uh, we can get started. Uh, you know, the first topic uh, um, what is the definition of a real OG? I mean, it don't mm-hmm. it don't have to be no no street stuff, you know, but uh. Basically, you know, somebody that you look up to that's an older person when you was growing up. I know in my situations growing up, I had people, you know, or I seen people, you know, that say they was an OG or or wanted that role in people's lives, but they will won't be good for people like they'll persuade people to do stuff that won't be in their best interest. And they end up mm-hmm. getting locked up for it or end up getting sent down a path that they can't, that they'll regret once they get older. So I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Well, when I looked at the topic, the way I looked at it was like the definition of an OG for me was just somebody who was wise beyond their years sometimes or who just like had a lot of insight into life, not just academics or a career, but just like real life things that they could teach you that would be beneficial. And it didn't necessarily have to be someone who was an older person for me, but just somebody who added value to like wisdom in my life or things in my life that I need at the time. And for me, like that person is my uncle. Like, I just feel like he's a wise older man and he's like, not necessarily gangster, but he can be. So I always respected him for that. And I always respected his, his attitude about financial literacy and, you know, I think, I think growing up, I known him to hustle a little bit, but it was very, very, like, discreet and clean. Like, you would never be able to tell. So he's an OG in my mind. Have you ever had a person that, uh, that, that tried to steer you down a bad path, that tried to be an OG in your life? I wouldn't say that they did it purposely. I feel like if I was ever stared down the wrong path by somebody that I looked up to, it was because they didn't know any better. So they're teaching me something that was taught to them. But coming of age, we learned that things that work for older people back then doesn't necessarily work for the new age. So yes, I have been given bad advice. I didn't take it as anything more than that person was taught this, so they're teaching me that. But I learned what worked for me as I got older, even if I didn't take that advice. Yeah, I know, like, coming from the environment I came from, like, growing up, it's a lot of people that would try to, like, say, oh, well, you need to do this, you need to do that. And mm-hmm. most most of the time, a lot of this stuff comes from, like, people that stay in the hood or, like, poverty, poverty basically, growing up. So, like, a lot of dudes, you'll be around a lot of dudes that's older in the neighborhood that you got no choice but to hang around because you're going to go outside and socialize with people. I mean, that's just the way it is. Right. Well, you, you know, you got some people, you got some people, you know, that sell drugs or 
you know, the people that was the hustlers in the neighborhood. And you had some people that I run into that past experience, like they'll sell drugs, but they won't necessarily try to persuade people to sell drugs. They'll tell people like if they knew you had potential, they'll tell you to go home or they won't even let you do it on their block. I don't know if you, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever had that experience growing up, but I know I ran into that a lot, like when I was growing up. Well, I personally like knew people who were doing that and knew people who were selling drugs, and I was never around that environment just based off of people who didn't want me to be around it. So I know, like you know, growing up, we hang around people, and you got older people telling you, "Oh, that's the, that's not a good crowd, or that's a bad crowd," or you just hear you just hear the streets talking, so you know what people are doing. So I was always somebody who was very tuned in. I knew what, let's say, my older brother or my cousin was doing. And I knew it wasn't necessarily right, but it was never like a, like a, oh, I'm going to stay away from them. It was just more so a, that's their, that's the choices that they're making right now when they don't want to make those choices anymore or when they hit their ass hard, like, you know, whether that be jail or through death or through getting robbed, something that just wakes you up, then that's what they want to do. But do you think that, like, if an OG ever steered you down the wrong path or gave you bad advice, does that take their title away or do they still earn that respect and can you still look at them and call them that? I think they they uh, they would lose a little respect if if we actually had a relationship. Like, if we, if mm-hmm. we, if we was actually friends and we was actually spending real time together, I couldn't look at that person the same, not saying that I won't speak to them or be associated with them, but at the same time, you can't say that you want my best interest or care about me if you want me to go out here and hit licks on stores or go sell drugs, sell drugs, or do anything that that could possibly put me in jail and jeopardize my future. I just feel like a real OG or somebody that had your best interest one won't put you in those type of situations. If anything, they'll make you aware of those situations and then tell you, like, you know, if you do it, that's on you. But, you know, I, I wouldn't right. advise you to do it. Because I feel like sometimes in certain environments that you grow up into, it's just a way of life. Like, I know listening to your last episode, like, and it's the same from where I'm from. I know plenty of people who were born in the country and stayed in the country. That's all they know. They don't venture outside of it. I mean, it's 2020 and I know people in their 40s and 50s that are just now taking trips outside of where I'm from, which is Kentucky. So I think sometimes people grow up in this mindset and they're comfortable and they don't change. So I say that to say, just because an OG may give bad advice or may steer someone in the wrong direction, at the same time, that's their way of thinking and that's their way of life. So who's wrong? The person who listens and makes that choice or the person giving the advice? Well, they also, um, I think uh, sometimes the OG can be wrong because you I feel like the way you can judge that is if you look at that person's life, you look at what they accomplished. Like if you have a person trying to give you advice and uh, persuade you to do certain things and you look, you be like, dang, well, he's 38, 40 years old. He ain't really got nothing to show for his life. He's still standing in the projects. So it might be like a situation where he like, well, I don't want nobody that I'm, 
around to be better than me, basically. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to keep everybody mm-hmm. at the same level. No, I feel like if you want to keep people at the same level that you are and we don't want to see people prosper and do better, then you can't be considered an OG because I feel like somebody, an OG is somebody who's going to put you up on game, who wants to see you excel, who wants to see you be better and do better things. Whether that means you hustle and then you make a living come in like the legit way or you do things the same way, you hustle all your life, but yet you have like some type of pride to yourself, you know, you're always giving back to your community in a sense. I can respect that. Yeah, I had a couple of instances where uh, people have tried to do that to me and I look back on it now and I'm like, I'm like, man, I don't even know why we used to listen to that dude, but you know. Because <laughs> everybody listens, that's the thing. It'd be like, it'd be the people that you think that people hold in high regard and it's the person that has everybody's ear. And it could be something as simple as that person just has, you know, a mouthpiece on them. They could be a manipulator. We don't see them as manipulators. We see them as someone to look up to. But in the end, when you, you know, when you take a step back and you can realize and look, reflect on certain situations, you you just call it what it is. It wasn't real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel you on that. Uh, we can move on to the next topic. I want to get your opinion on, okay, everybody has an inner circle, basically. Inner circle is people, you know, that's not family or could be family, immediate family, that, you know, you disclose certain things to that you wasn't a regular friend. Because I feel like, I feel like it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, always uh tell my my siblings and stuff it's always uh levels to friends like you can have friends but you have best friends that you know you can do anything with you can hang out with all the time then you have friends that you can only go to a club with or work out with that you necessarily don't hang around all the time but they're above the level of an associate you know you care about them but Right. You want to tell them your personal business, you know. So, I want to basically get your opinion on what you think. Um, people like that's in your inner circle or not in your inner circle would need to know, as far as like your personal business and who would you disclose like personal things to that's very important to you, whether they're in your inner circle or not. I mean, honestly, that's a hard question. I actually was talking about that with my mom today. There are people, let's call them friends, or, you know, if it's me, let's call them my best friends. I have best friends that I've had for years, you know, 20 years, fourth grade and up. And then I've had best friends that I've met in college and after college. And those, like, group of women that I could count in my hand, could I sit here and say that I would disclose all my personal information to them I don't think that I necessarily would just because you just have to discern with certain people like if I t- if I share with my if I share with my friends my deepest darkest secret and then 10 years later or five years later we're no longer friends it's always that risk of you you risk knowing that your business could be out there so I honestly think the best policy when it comes to sharing your business is just be mindful on who you share it with because I feel like 
we all have another person that we're equally close to that they could talk to. And it's no shade or anything, and it's nothing against them. It's just that we all talk. I, I have one close friend. My one close friend has another close friend. So if I'm sharing intimate details with my close friend, she could easily go share those intimate details with her close friend. So definitely with associates, no, I'm not sharing anything more than, hey, how are you doing? You know, I might invite them to an event. I might invite them over to my home potentially, but I just feel like you always have to keep a very, very close pocket on what you want to put out. So that's like hard. I feel like that's to each his own. I'll share certain things with certain individuals that I can trust with certain information, but not everything to anyone except for maybe my mama. Because at the end of the day, like my my parent, my mother, I know that I could go to, to her with anything and it's my business and her business. And it's always been that way. Yeah, I know a lot of things with friends and stuff like that. You know, it's like uh, a lot of people, you know, you'll have a friend you know that, you know, a lot of things be based off uh, what you got going in your life, too. It's kind of sad to say that, but if you have a friend that you've been friends with for childhood, from basically, for example, and you've been knowing this person for over 15 years, and their life not going how they, how they, how they wanted to, but you still ascending and accomplishing everything you want to, you know, you might set you up for a situation where y'all don't probably had this fallout like multiple times over something small, but it could be that one fallout and they just switch all their loyalty up and just become the uh mm-hmm. the dark side. So I feel like uh inner circles are kind of tricky because you have people just I mean, you have to trust somebody at some point because I know a lot of people be like, well, I don't trust this person or I don't trust nobody, but I'll be like, somebody trust somebody. I mean, I think that's a front. Everybody trusts somebody, which is, whether it's a family member or something, and everybody don't be betrayed by somebody, but I feel like I feel like everybody right. is going to get betrayed at least once. I mean, it's just come with it the territory of dealing with people. But when you say, so when you say everybody's going to be betrayed at least once, do you think it automatically, does that betrayal automatically come from your inner circle or someone that you trust, you think? Um, It don't always have to come from your inner circle, but uh, I think in most cases, it will have to be uh, someone and knows a lot about you or someone close to you in most cases, because you have a lot of people that you're not even that close to that, that knows a lot about you just because they either close to people that you're close to or that or that or they just one right, of those people right. that just like to gossip and just basically basically like yeah, basically ghost follow like on social media, like they always looking at what you got going on, but you never Hopefully, have conversations with these people. Mm-hmm. Can you come back from betrayal of somebody that you're close to? Do you think you're capable of doing it is, that? Because there's different levels of of someone basically crossing that line. It just depends on what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, 
like one of my uh, old friends from high school that broke in my mom's house. Like, there's no way to come back from that. Not saying, not saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I forgave him, but I haven't forgave him. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time I see him, that's the first thing that's going to pop in my head. So it doesn't even, so it doesn't do course. me no good for me to even try to repair that relationship because I already know that it's not going to happen. So I'm not even going to put myself in that situation. I know an incident literally that happened in the city. Um, this lady has a best friend and the best friend wanted to plan her birthday party. So in order to plan the birthday party, the closest person to her best friend was her best friend's um, like uh, boyfriend, like boyfriend of many years, father of multiple children. And throughout their process, the, the betrayal was after the birthday party, they never stopped connecting and they never stopped seeing each other. And she just found out that, you know, they've been sleeping with each other. He's been supporting her, paying her bills. So I was just having a conversation with my mom today, like, wow, like I've seen these two interact with each other. You would think that their sisters are so close. And yet she slept with the next closest thing to her. So to me, that's a betrayal that you potentially cannot come back from. And not only is it a betrayal of a friend, it's a betrayal of like your significant other. So you've been betrayed by two close people to you. Do Who do you like cut off? You cut them both off. You you let one stay, one leave. So it's like situations like that where there, I, I do agree with you. There are levels to betrayal. I think a level of betrayal like that, we can't, I can never trust you again around, around my family, my next man. If I was to, you know, dump him. So well, I, do I feel agree like that. In, it's kind of tr- more tricky with family because uh, if it's a cousin or something, it'd be easier, you know what I'm saying, to just not talk to them again. But if it's a sibling, or a parent or something like that, you know, obviously you still gonna always love them and never want them to happen to them, but you probably won't communicate with them as much as you used to. If you get what I'm saying. You heard me? Desiree. 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 That's right. Well, this wraps up the uh, Eric J. The Great Podcast. I want to give a special shout out to uh, Anchor 
for partnering and uh, distributing our podcast. And uh, be on the lookout for all uh, future episodes.